Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations, where we invite our hosts and guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. This season, we're also looking forward to engaging more with our audience, hearing your enlightened views, and answering questions and topics you would like us to weigh in on. Today's episode is hosted by Michelle Lightworker. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I have a lovely person that I'm looking, really looking forward to getting to know today, Marie McInerney. Welcome, welcome to Enlightened Conversations podcast. Thank you. So lovely to be here. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, I, I found uh, Marie very inspiring because um, I'll do a formal introduction in a minute, but um, for those of you who don't know her, but she's got a... Um, a, a wonderful podcast herself called um, Flip Flip the Script. And um, I just, I'm so um, inspired by what you're doing with that show as well. So I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to talking with you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you who don't know Marie, I'll just tell you a little bit about her. Um, so Marie is a women's intuition mentor, a spiritual counsellor, a mind, body and soul coach, chakra crystal healer, wellness advocate, Akashic Records uh, reader, psychic clairvoyant, creative mindfulness art facilitator, and digital creator. And for the past 30 years, Marie has compassionately cared for and supported others in her previous career as a registered nurse in all areas of health, including mental health. And she's also, um, as I mentioned, has has the um, podcast and a new book coming out soon called Finding My Way Back to Me, The Path to Authenticity. Welcome, Marie. Thank you. Thank you so much for that being welcome. Gosh, I've done a lot of things, haven't I? I am a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I know. It's it's funny how, um, I don't know about you, but like, you know, my my career morphed into different things as I was growing myself and mm. and and as I was drawn to things that I was interested in and it continues to change even though I'm like officially retired, but it's still morphing into different things. And um, yes. I think it just, I think go with the growth, you know, go with the soul growth mm. is is the key, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. I just go wherever I need to go. I yeah. don't think about it too much, especially in this last year, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing that you've got that nursing background as well. Mm. So that's really been, un- it's underpinned a lot of things for yeah. you, I imagine. Yeah, it's been a wonderful career. I've had, it's brought me to where I am today in the work that I'm doing today. It's given me the confidence to step out with people and help them in the way that I that I do. Yeah. So I imagine there would be some like, um, you know, naturally, I mean, having been in that um, space, in the nursing space for some time, um, was there an overlap there between the nursing and and your intuitive abilities coming through? Or did you find that you ended that and then you opened up to this? How did it happen for you? Oh, pretty much an overlap, I guess. And Mm -hmm. probably a few years ago, I I ventured out doing similar things to what I was doing now, but I worked, I had a business called Heart of Nursing, so I would really started Mm. that. But there was so much of my intuitive side and spiritual side that I wanted to bring through and I didn't feel that I could bring it through in that uh, avenue. So I went back back into the nursing for a couple of years and did a few more hard yards Mm. and then a year ago I left nursing completely. So, yeah, Mm. I was always... I've always been intuitive in that yeah. way, but yeah, just the last year really mm. fully stepped into my power, yeah. so to speak. 
And and from what you said just before, it sounds as if um, COVID might have been a little bit of an impulse for that. Was was that sort of was there anything there that I was still I was working part time as a nurse and had my Mm. heart of nursing business and was doing cruises and all sorts of things. Mm. So COVID yes did put a squash to all of that, and I was you know thankful for that in a lot of ways because then I had my nursing to fall back on. But still underneath, I was restless, all of those things. And there was plenty of signs to say to me, hey, it's time for you to do something different. It's time for you to take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. So it was probably, yeah, a couple of years. And then, like I said, a year ago, fully Mm -hmm. stepping into what I'm doing now. Mm, It sounds sounds like um, the name of your book might, is that? sort of about that journey too or is it leading up to that or yes it's um, it's all part of that absolutely mm-hmm. finding my way back to me all, all part of that and like I'm still writing that at the moment but it's interesting I yeah it's it's evolving yeah it does doesn't it and I I think our books have a life of their own it's almost like we turn up for them and if we're willing yes. and and we surrender and we just allow um and 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 we don't think too far ahead sometimes um, it just kind of finds its way, its voice, and and what needs to be said is said. And and I, I'm excited for you. Um, it's, Thank you it's, so much. It's great that you're allowing that process. I can feel that. Well, it was this year that I was told that I, this is the year for your book. I don't know yeah. where I'm going to fit all of it in. I, I, it's it's partially written, mm-hmm. um, but it's just I've got so many uh, balls that I'm juggling, and I yeah. love that. I really love it. Yeah. I'm. I'm way more busier than I was when I was a nurse and yeah. I just love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes it's like that whole, um, like, you know, when you have that invitation to step into writing a book and you're in that process and then things come in, you know, and, and, that, and that happened to me too. I um, I had, um, you know, um, one book written, things happened and then it was a little bit of a break and then I wrote a few more in quick succession, but there was a quite a, a wow. bit of a break you know, between my first, um, which was, I think, 2006, and then um, six more books in between uh, 2009 and 2011 sort of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. they're very, 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 very quick. Um, And so I think it was 2000, actually, sorry, it was 2011 and 2012, and they were really quick, boom, 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 like one one every three months kind of thing. But I think, yeah, the the juiciness of life in between uh, that time, I think, fed the book so sometimes yes. it's like even if the juice in the of life is happening or the juggling of life or whatever it is it's like giving you like fodder for the book and mm. the messages that need to come through and that are alive and that need to be spoken and and yeah. and still growing you potentially while you're while while you're writing the book absolutely I absolutely agree with you there mm-hmm. because you know, I, I didn't know what I wanted to write my book about and then all of a sudden it was there. And so, yeah, all the bits that have led me probably way back but all really starting 2011, like you started your yeah. book then, that's um, it's kind of from there I've evolved into who I am now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, interesting. Awesome. And you're enjoying the journey? I'm loving it, yes, I'm loving it. When I finally got the courage um to say yes to me and what my heart really wanted yeah, that was that was that was the hardest part mm-hmm. stepping off that cliff yep. and leaving nursing behind and I grieved for nursing mm-hmm. for a while until mm-hmm. I realized I was just caring in a different way exactly yeah exactly um I yeah. can relate to that um 
And so, so um, your uh, this year was it this year that you started the podcast as well? Flip the script, or was that yet last year? Um, gosh, I think it might have been at the end of last year. I can't remember the exact date I started it. Everything's yeah. just been so full on, but yeah. yeah, it hasn't been long. It's been I've had about thirteen episodes now. Mm, so, I saw that, yeah. and the topics look great. And well, and um, I've I've got a little um, I copied a little um like snippet of what it's about and it's about conversations Ugh. with people who have flipped the script and overcome hardships, obstacles and lifestyle challenges and who now live life on their terms, trusting their hearts and intuition um, and you can discover strategies and tools to help you flip your script and live a more abundant and fulfilled life and, yeah, I, I love that. It's it's, yeah. it's it's fantastic. It's part of, honestly, it's part of the, the reason why I started Enlightened Conversations too you know, was to how can we like literally look at any situation and talk about it from like a different point of view, like not just the the script that we've, you know, turned up to the program or the thinking or yeah. the, just the way we've always done something or the way we've seen something, you know. And I, I love the people that I meet and that walk across my path. They're just perfect for me and and I help them to see a different perspective as well. The, the people that I'm talking to on my podcast, they've they've flipped their script. But some of the people that I'm seeing who are coming to me, I get to help them flip their script. And that's what I like about that. I don't yeah. give them the answers. I help mm-hmm. them discover them for themselves. Yeah, that's uh, cool. In, in I lots love that. Of different ways. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. I love the I love the terminology too, because it's like um, mm. you know, like um in in the medical profession, it's like the script, you know, that you're given, and yeah. you, have to, <laughs> you have to take it. And yeah. it's like, well, hang on a sec, it's, it could be different medicine, you know, different different ways of thinking. And um, yeah. actually, actually, I was thinking the other day, um, and I was writing about it, like, um, and because now my writing, it's more, I, I kind of do a little bit of writing, um, like for my my social media posts and my Instagram. Mm. So I kind of feel like my 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 little itch is ticked you know that kind of itch to, to, to write <laughs> yes. something oh good I'll yeah. write about that I don't have to write too much you can just write like what what comes through and the other day I was writing um about um and it might may, may may air at the same time I'm not sure but I've, I've 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 scheduled it on my social media but um it was all about like that we all have our own medicine like mm. internally like our essence our way of doing things that comes easy to us and that is actually growing our soul and um that if we deny that we disconnect from ourselves and when we allow that we encourage more and more of ourselves and that finds its Mm. way into expressing itself in different ways and I think for me it's definitely writing and speaking like as a like as a as a as a person who's channeling whatever information is coming through it's mm. not something i'm too much thinking ahead about so when i have people coming on the show i don't tend to rehearse or do stuff around it too much sometimes i'll read through their bio once so i'll get their name right like you know to make sure it's right <laughs> yeah but yeah it's not it's not so much about filling my head with information to convey and it's more about what what do i need to what's coming through what what needs to be said at that time um, and it mm. has, and I, I can relate to you in so many ways because of all the like little different areas that you've gone into yeah. um, as well. So you know, 
even the yeah, I think it's it's more authentic that way, isn't it? When you're just having mm. a conversation with somebody, yeah. And you were talking about the the soul essence. One of the things that I, is, I've got coming up is a soul medicine for women's retreat in Hue, Vietnam, in May. Oh. So we've got uh, thirty places for people to come. So wow. yeah, we're doing that. So I'm really really looking forward to that. And people say, well, what are you doing with that? Well, at the moment, I'm just sitting with that and. Whatever will come up will come up. I don't worry about those things too much. Just just kind of what you were saying there. Yeah. I just and, trust. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because, like, when you're working with a big group of people um, mm. and you would think, oh, gosh, this has to be, you know, we have to make sure we're all fully organised and everything. But sometimes the group itself yes. <laughs> unlocks each other. Like, you know, they, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, they're, they're catalysts for each other and this sort of soul group that come together to do yeah. something like this, um, bring out the medicine in each other, see the mm-hmm. medicine in each other, even potentially before somebody has had a chance to see it or and they might have that aha moment through the mirror yeah. of someone else. going. I love that stuff. about yeah. workshops. I really do. And, and the thing with this is, yes, I've got a bones of a structure, but I'm not getting too bogged down in that. It's we're doing soul medicine on this day. I haven't given them too much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've got a whole yeah. retreat planned with activities and stuff. But yeah. the times when I'm talking, I've given them a little bit of a a, a little bit of a structure. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna and, go with that. And and yeah. sorry, it's when is it in May? Do you have dates? Yeah. Um, where's my dates? Uh the twentieth to the twenty-seventh of May. Awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, I've been mm. really looking forward to going to Vietnam. Um, it's it's been calling for a little while, so um, I'm probably looking at heading over there next year. But I'd love to find out more about what you're doing, yes. so that you know at the time um, if if there's any others and where you've gone and what you've done, what you've seen. Um, mm. I, I do feel that there's a bit of travel calling me um, to yeah. to, <laughs> to activate things um, on another in another way, um, yeah. going from you know, in-person consulting um, to, you know, teaching big groups and things as well. But then, yeah, just stepping into more of the producing and, yeah, and then I'm physically more called to be going elsewhere. So it's kind of an interesting time for me um, at the moment. Just How exciting for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm a little bit of a planner, so I'm like I'm not getting, (laughs) I'm not getting to plan too much, so. Um, in in so far as you know, whenever I go on a holiday, oh yeah, this is what we're doing, and you know we'll be here for three days, and then we're moving to the, you know, like I'm a bit bit yes. more like I know what my itinerary is going to be. Whereas this is more, it feels for me, it feels more of a allowing. Where am I being called mm. or even pushed from? Like you know, you you end up somewhere and then you're pushed from it, and and just to trust that as well, um, and why and the timing. So I'm kind of. Mm, that's that's even more exciting Mm. it's like you just don't know wherever you go who you're going to meet the people that you're going to speak to and I love that about I think one of the things for me I'm quite a shy person people probably wouldn't know that about me but I find it challenging meeting people and going networking and doing things like that so stepping into my own business and having to do that has been a challenge for me I guess Mm. and but I'm loving who I'm meeting and when when I show up, yeah, the right people come to me that yeah. need help or that help me. You know, I agree. Grow yeah. as a person. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert too. So um, I tend to, I don't tend to, when I'm, when I'm in a group of people, I make the effort. Like I, yes. I don't, I don't sort of, um, I guess I don't collapse into myself and, and withdraw. Mm. Um, but I'll usually find one or two people that I have genuine conversations with rather than kind of be, um, yeah, the life of the party, I guess, person. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same as that. <laughs> I like um, heartfelt conversations, I call them. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like the surface level stuff. I really like to get to know someone and find out who they are. Yeah. What makes them yeah. tick. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Like and that. everybody's got something to to teach you. I, I find of course. that yeah. too. Like when I have people on this, I don't know what I'm going to learn or discover something new and it, it, it makes it an adventure then rather than mm. stress, you know, that I'm, you know, um, having to have com- like have conversations. It's more like an, I'm curious. I'm curious about this person. Why are they in my path, you know, and what are yes. they here for to tell me? I'm sure there's something to learn. And um, and I, I, I just like, I mean, I connected with you and, I, and then I found out you're a nurse. So, you know, and I've come from mm. just like, a, you know, having about four years where I was away from doing what I'm doing now and I was in the more the recruitment industry HR recruiting mm-hmm. nurses um recruiting doctors and and working in the aged care space as well um and learning a bit how all that works and how the system or the systemic nature of um lack of resources and and yeah. lack, lack of valuing um our our medical professionals has led them to disconnect from their intuition like i actually saw yes. it in action mm-hmm. yeah i would i would yep. I'd, i would literally be having conversations with my rns in in you know where i was working and these kind of conversations would come up as to because mm-hmm. i knew they were quite intuitive people because i recruited them but then I, I would I would be yeah speaking about those challenges and what what is getting in the way of that being maintained for them so that they can maintain their equilibrium feel good about their choices make sure that the patients are taken care of so yeah I wow see it, 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 I yeah. didn't even know that about you and then you came on it's like wow there you go mm. Mm. yeah I think uh, I could talk all day about nursing but I've kind of taken a different path, but I see a lot of nurses that are so dissatisfied with the system, not not with nurse being a nurse so much. It's just the system that they're mm. part of, that, that they feel like they don't have any control over that, but they do really. Mm-hmm. They just don't know it. So, yeah, I love working with nurses especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I fell into working with nurses like – um, when I had my counselling practice um, back in early 2000 and I was doing supervision and I had quite a lot of, um, I guess you could say, just kind of like the health industry gravitated towards me and I'd had lots of nurses coming in, they, they had burnout and things like that, yes. teaching them how to um, come back. But I guess that's mm. the other end of the scale, isn't it, the burnout? Like it's so, yeah, yeah it's so far away. And it's interesting, Some sometimes people don't know that burnout um leads to not caring like it's 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 actually it's actually a symptom and it doesn't necessarily mean that the the nurse is a bad person if they're grumpy um it could be that they just have hit a wall and they just they have actually kind of temporarily um lost the ability to care because it's just too it's just too much it's just too burnt out and disconnected um 
at, at that moment, not not necessarily forever or anything like that. And it takes a while well, to come back to themselves. That's exactly right. I was just going to say it's it's they're so caring and caring about others that they forget to look within and take care of themselves and give yeah. back to themselves. They're so busy giving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important. You've got to fill your cup first before you can help anybody else. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. And um, mm. yeah, and 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 so, what sort of fills your cup? What would you say is the, yeah, I guess the juiciest thing you feel like <laughs> that you could do to fill your cup? Oh, well, I'm filling my cup every day. I get <laughs> to be creative, and I didn't really. I knew I was a creative person, but I didn't really realize that that is, you know what fills my cup I do lots of things I make crystals I, I I'm creative when I'm doing my workshops and I was just talking to a friend about that how my nursing has really helped me especially my nursing management because I was in management for the 10 years prior has yeah. helped me to be more of a an efficient person in terms mm. of having my workshops and and setting those up and ensuring that people feel fulfilled when they come it's not just oh you've come for a workshop there's lots of things so there's yeah. that so yep yeah, creativity I guess is the mm. thing that I can say I do so many things um yeah. with well, my creative juices writing yeah. um making things yeah yeah creativity is so many mm-hmm. so many things it's not just one thing I can't sing I'd like <laughs> to be able to sing but that is just not my creative style yeah yeah <laughs> oh I know I'm always singing in my head it's it's chronic <laughs> yeah, <don't> um, <laughs> um I loved your like little crystal lamps that you showed me you were doing oh, on the weekend yeah. are they for you or do you are you selling I those? know I intuitively make those custom make for people oh yeah. they're so beautiful I love the rainbow lamps it's so gorgeous thank you do yes you, they get um of them oh yes I do yeah I've got them. a on my website there's a um I've made a like a flip book with all mm-hmm. of the lamps that I've made and at the back there's information uh, about the lamps and the crystals and yeah all of that what they get given when they get a lamp I'm just preparing at the moment for our Bundaberg Businesswoman Twilight Market, which is next week mm-hmm. so I'm making a few lamps to sell there as well most of the people that buy them they're drawn to them anyway so the mm-hmm. ones that I have sold that I haven't intuitively made for someone they've gone to the right person yeah you've you got to trust mean. that you absolutely do have yeah. to trust that yeah if it's and crystals choose there I think because yeah. I mean I've you know integrated crystal guardians ship into the courses that I've taught as well like you know when yes. so I, I I take that seriously and I mm. just think, no, like I know crystals, like if they're ready to go, I, I give them away. Like I don't have any yeah. monetary attachment to crystals. Mind you, there's some pretty big ones here that I'd like to keep. But, <laughs> um, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm I'm sort of more from the point of view of they know where their best they need to service. Be. Yeah. Yes. And you've got to trust that. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely um, a crystal lover though. Um, Mm. I, I wonder how I'm going to go. I think my crystal loving also extends into rocks, like in general. Oh, yes, I love them too. Ah, oh, I could find, like seriously, I like went to the Granite Bell, um, came back. It was just for a weekend. Came back. I was just like, um, like I wouldn't say high as in a, a weirdo high or anything like that, but just so <laughs> happy, like ridiculously happy. And then I went up to um, 
uh, Yapoon and and, the, yes. and there's um, Great Kebble Island and stuff like that. And my mm-hmm. husband has a jet ski, so we we're kind of going like between Yapoon and jet, um, Great Keppel and and it's beautiful on Keppel. I love it. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, and there was like they spoke to me like both on in Yapoon mm. and on Great Keppel Island, and they were just so so that kind of stuff is just so it just fills my cup so much, and it's not it doesn't yeah. cost, like okay it might cost something something to get there, but it doesn't actually cost anything to sit there and just kind of take in whatever yeah the nature and beautiful yeah. love nature as well yeah but yeah the crystals are a big part of my life and working with them and I, I don't yeah. know how I, I kind of just fell into that I bought a lamp somewhere and I thought oh, you mm. know what I could do this I love mm. crystals and I love working with crystals and I thought well I could do this and make them for other people but I wanted to be different than where I got mine from it wasn't yep. it didn't feel special I mean it was mm. special but it didn't feel like I, my energy goes into this as well. Yeah, yeah. It's you like see. cooking, like the energy going into the food. Yes, it's like exactly. energy going into creating it for somebody. Or yeah. if it's not that person, like you said, it will it will that energy was needed to the to the right person. Yeah, and I t- and I also give them a, a handout with it beautiful with the picture of their uh, lamp on it, tell them how to connect with it, tell them all about the crystals that are in it for them and they get that as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very personalised. And I do that with my readings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people come to me, I give them a PDF handout of that afterwards. They also get gifted with crystals um, and a card. And I use my cards. I've got, um, I'll just grab them, feminine power cards that I've created. Oh, go you. Let me have a look at that. Mm. Oh, pretty. Lovely. So all... I'll just pull one for you, shall I? So, yeah, oh, I do sure. that with the readings and they get a beautiful PDF handout that gets sent to them. Thank you. <laughs> All I need is within me. Oh, lovely. Thank you. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I've got those and I've also got some um, essential oil ones that I've done associated mm. with the chakras. So as you can see, I've been very, very busy and this is creativity as well. So anything totally. that I can do that's creative, yes. that really fills up my heart. Yeah, and it's so interesting so because like we were just talking about the medicine within us and finding that and tapping mm. into that and that card is just spot on, <laughs> like completely yeah. spot on and confirming exactly what we're talking about. Anybody listening here? Yes. Um, I just want you to know that, like, even if you can't see it, it's not obvious to you or, or what have you, potentially it's under the layers of the onion and it needs to be revealed mm. and um, that's okay. And just to trust it's there and if you need some help along the way, then, you you know, you'll, you'll be guided to the right people. It will exactly. Speak to you. It will speak to your heart. You will know. You will feel safe and you will know and it will be the right thing for you. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so that was the question about what lights me up. There's so many things that do. You know, my family, my yeah. children have all pretty much at home, just got one mm-hmm. daughter here. But mm-hmm. but that gives me and that allows me the space to be able to grow and expand in the way yeah. that I have been. And I have a very supportive husband as well. He's yeah. usually supportive and very much awake as well. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. It's good to have somebody that supports you but um and yeah builds you up and believes in what you're doing and affirms you and validates you um so so very special um because i know a lot of people who are listening might feel challenged um by that that 
they don't have that support around them. Yes. Um, you know, I don't take it for granted, like, at all no. that I've got that too, um, you know, and I'm, I feel like, um, you know, sometimes, well, I did, you know, I had to kind of take those steps, um, put myself first, believe in what I um, yeah, was me here too. to do yeah. <laughs> before I actually attracted my husband into my life. Mm. But that was that was a while ago now, back in 2007, but I had to take those steps to really back myself. Um, sometimes yeah. you do have to do that and then you attract the right person who will continue to back you. It's, it's kind yeah. of interesting though because you know how I said I wrote that book in 2006? Mm. Um, in, that, in that book I was writing like my principles, like my 12 principles that I live, well, that were channeled through from Archangel Michael back in 2005. Yeah. And well, I'd written them in that book and and then one of the first things that my husband now, who is now my husband, um, when I, when he'd heard that I'd written this book, he wanted to read it. And he read oh, those. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And mm. and then when he read the 12 principles, he goes, oh, that's so great. You live your life by those principles. It was love, kindness, yeah, honesty, you know, responsibility, yeah. all those like like not like dictatorial principles, just more mm. like energetic principles, peace, joy, love, you know. Um, and it was a good start. And I think that because I embodied those and allowed those to own those, um, I think then I attracted that person who was able to support me, you know, sometimes we just absolutely. I think it's what we put out there, we get back. Mm. And on that note, my husband, I think he's always been supportive, but I at sometimes I didn't feel that when I wanted to mm -hmm. do my heart of nursing or I wanted to do this or I wanted to do that. It was like, oh, that that's kind of not like a real business. But it was very interesting when I said yes to this path and what I wanted to do. He was amazingly supportive and so much so that he had to support us financially, mm -hmm. you know, when I first yeah. left nursing, that wage is gone. Yeah. And so I'm forever grateful that he did support me. But I was um, apprehensive about that because in past times he had said things to me, you know, like, oh, it's not a real business. Not, not what I'm doing now, but yeah. I think, what that was about, Michelle, was my conviction. Yeah, he could I'm see that, that I wasn't, that. I wasn't serious about what I was doing, or I didn't believe in mm. myself. All of those things. Whereas it was different this time. This is what mm. I wanted. I'm like going for it. Bang. Hell or high water. So mm. he was on board. Mm. You know. So yeah. I think my message there is: is if you want something, be sure that you want it and just go for it. You know. And then Agreed. everything else will be fine. Everyone else will get on board. Oh, and if they don't get on board, well, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. exactly, exactly. And if you, you know. don't know the how, if you don't know the steps, all yes. you need to do, this is this is what I did, you just take one. You just ask for mm. the, the, the guidance and then if something feels right, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong, don't worry about that, but if it feels like it's something you, totally. you, you need to do, do it, and then you'll soon find out if you've got it correct or you've got to yes. do something. You know, like don't yeah. do nothing, yeah. like do something because yeah. um, otherwise it's kind of denying that soul medicine really, I think. And exactly. Then, yeah, so it's it's do something um, and then you'll be shown. Don't get caught up in the, especially if you're a planner, don't get caught up in the how. <laughs> Have to do this and then that and then this and then that and yeah. then this, you know. Um, Let go of the outcome. Just say yeah. yes and work out how kind of yeah. thing is one of my philosophies. The other yeah. thing too in finding my way back to me, this is the journey like 
when I first um, had this business, I called myself cleansed and energized. <laughs> My son said to me, Mum, it sounds like a colonoscopy. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, there's a correction right here, folks. <laughs> and that's kind of where I was working in nursing, to doing um, endoscopies yeah. and things. So I mm-hmm. thought, yes, my oldest son says this to me. But I kept the name for a while and it's still in the background there. Then I mm-hmm. just went, you know what? This is me. This, so that's my business name now, Marie McInerney. Yeah. You know, that took a lot of courage to do that, but I had to laugh when my son said, I'll oh, cleansed and energized mum sounds like a colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> that's great. I love that. And I think, yeah, in order to um all we have to do is listen and sometimes it may feel ouchy or it might feel um like a bit of a I don't know, uppercut um from people when they when they do that. Um I, I had a family <laughs> member sort of see me I don't know on something many many years ago I probably still do it a lot now but I just remember them saying you say I'm a lot you know Um. (laughs) I was gonna say the same thing because I go to Toastmasters and that's one thing that you get yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. and sometimes I know and sometimes the best channeling comes through when I'm umming so I kind of just have to just have to go with it um but like I think, you know, we, we get those messages to do things, you know, or, or even look at what we're doing and why um, mm. that we, 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 don't do, we don't get that until we do it. So it's kind of like yes. no one does it perfectly. It's all mm. good. You don't have to wait till you do it perfectly to start. Um, it's, 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 and that's a very great message, isn't it? I went along to us. Um, uh, <sighs> social media kind of strategy kind of course that I did. And when I did that, it was like looking at, well, who am I? Like people ask me, who am I? What? And I'm thinking, well, who am I? What do I do? I do all mm. of these things, but who yeah. am I? And mm-hmm. that particular $39 course allowed me to explore who I really was, ask mm. my friends. And I, I had kind of, I do oils and chakras. And one of my friends said to me, Marie, you are so much more than oils and chakras. And then I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. who am I? And that uh, and that is where I explored that and landed on where I am now. Yeah, And, and yeah. like you said before, that might change. I might, you know, I, I've got lots of hats mm. that I wear. But who am I at, at the essence is somebody, you know, a women's intuition mentor, someone that helps women step into their uh, personal power by trusting their intuition. And it doesn't mm. have to be any more than just that for me. That's who I am. And I've got lots of uh, avenues by how I do that. Mm-hmm. And that just resonates with me. Yeah. And I think once it resonates with who you are, then that's going to show on the outside to other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it did yeah. take it was a journey to get there. Don't yeah. 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 Cleansed and energized and all. We have a laugh about that. My boy who hardly says boo said that mm. to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good it's got you to a catalyst for you to own your name and, and yeah. to, you know, really step into my power. Step into your <laughs> yeah, yeah, role model that um mm. for for people as well and and do you find when it comes to um the intuitive side of things um do you find that um when you have um clients come to you um or even a group do you find that there's 
usually um, sort of a, a common challenge people are having um, with with accessing yeah. their intuition. Do you do you do find any trends or um, you know they even know the from answers. Week to week? Mm-hmm. You know what I say to them? The first thing mm. I say to them is that you have the answers. You just don't, you, you're coming here for uh, clarity, confirmation, all of that. They know the answers. I just help them flip their script, I guess. Mm. You know, I help them look at it in a di- with a different perspective. So, and, and partly uh, the reason why I can do that is because I have done a coaching course as well as part of my journey. So yeah. I use those tools as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, intuitively, I think that the people that are coming to me are the ones that are ready to flip their script. Yeah, they're ready, yeah. but they just don't know how. They need permission, and I kind of give them that, mm. and 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 it's in a safe space. Give them some food for thought, I guess. So yeah, yeah. there is a there is a common theme there. Whether that's mm. going to change for me, I don't know. But I just sit there and I just trust that the people that are coming to me that come to my workshops, that come to my retreats that meet me are the ones that need to come across my path and I never worry about competition and I heard you talking to someone on on your podcast about that there's mm-hmm. there's no competition there's no. you know there's, we're just one mm-hmm. right? yeah I agree so. I love it I love it I love seeing people doing things that I do because that means there's more people to do more of yes. what I would do so that's me great. too like they've got a different audience or they got, it's fantastic um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. The message is obviously if I love my message, why wouldn't it? I want more of the message. You know, yeah. it's a similar thing. Um, I, I can't see that as competition. I just see that no. as a celebration. Um, totally. And that's all what it's Women's International Women's Day tomorrow. And that's what mm-hmm. we were talking about today. You know, what does it mm-hmm. take to be an, an entrepreneur? And, and uh, the lady was talking to today about grit, you know, mm-hmm. courage. Um, compassion lots so many things what does it take and, and I thought about yeah. that and I thought you know what I have got grit I'm here mm. I'm in the mm. trenches in so yeah. many ways in my life actually it's going to be a part of my book now I think <laughs> but yeah chapter grit. on grit yeah yeah and people and have that in different ways they do and one of my principles that came through from when I was channeling them through was discipline and mm. I was thinking about discipline today actually and I was thinking, I was actually thinking about discipline is because I was doing some, I've got some physio happening with my shoulder and um, I have to do them every day. And I was thinking about discipline in the context of turning up for something that you, you know, you know, you need to do it, but yes. you, know, you, you don't kind of enjoy it. You know, it's not something, oh, yeah, I love this. This is fantastic. I can't wait to do these exercises <laughs> on my shoulder that are somewhat I have to gauge when the when it's too powerful and stop, you know. That's um, my bookkeeping. I don't enjoy bookkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I think discipline is like just simply turning up for something that you don't really want to do, but mm. you know it's good for you, you know, and it's um, you know it's it you know it's building something for you, whether it's that muscle or if it's that um, you know, feeling of that weight being lifted once you've done your bookkeeping you yeah. know how how when we clean our house we feel always feel so much better you know but we you know we put it off but it's it's like turning up for those things that we know are good for us in some capacity in some way shape or form and it does take a bit of grit to push mm. past the resistance of putting it off um but ultimately discipline's actually a loving thing because it's loving us 
um, yeah. into into being a whole a whole person. You know, there's just it's just sometimes we'd rather do this than than do that. Totally. <laughs> when you talk about um, as you were talking about that, I was thinking about a book I read called Eat the Frog. Eat that frog. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that book? No, Brian Tracy. It's no. he talks just he talks about that. It's a very small book, but yeah. it's one that I would re- recommend people if they do procrastinate and they put things off. It's called Eat That Frog or oh. Eat the Frog by Brian Tracy. And he talks yeah. about that. Do the thing that you don't want to do. Just eat it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good like yeah yeah it helps and me think often, oh I'm just gonna eat that frog today <laughs> yeah yeah and often like I know they do like in time management they do MITs or most important mm. tasks first but sometimes I find if you do the most difficult task first you have yes. more energy yes. um, sometimes when I'm in really big resistance I just do any tasks sure mm-hmm. but what I what I have found to be more rewarding is get that thing you don't want to do out of the way and you will be singing the rest of the day with all your other tasks yeah. rather than doing your other tasks and then feeling really guilty because you know you've got to do that one you put it keep putting it off it kind of adds a heaviness yeah. to the whole day um and i think so like we can trust our intuition um like in detailed form you know mm. like to to really go okay intuitively what am I being prodded <laughs> that I've got? To- <laughs> that will be better. Will be better for my energy overall. Yeah. Like yes, yesterday I did my exercises at the end of the day instead of at the beginning of the day, mm. and it was so much harder. Like yeah, it was so totally. much easier this morning because I I got them out of the way, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do them <laughs> again. <Yeah. today." laughs> and you know, when you were talking, then I, I was about to say it's all about energy, and when mm. we've got that like dense energy of thinking about that stuff that we don't want to do if we can just eat the frog get Mm. rid of that we just lighten up our energy to do the other things that we need to do too exactly that's exactly what I was sensing Mm. and I've never ever felt that I don't know I've never really had this conversation with anyone about this ever so this Mm. is really a gem that's coming through and I can see it and I can feel it and it's been very real for me with this, yeah. this this issue with my shoulder. So um, it's getting better and better, by the way, just feeling um, that I'm learning about the process of resistance through working through this shoulder recovery. So it's interesting. interesting. What, what life mm. gives us really, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> As lessons. Everything's a catalyst for our activation, I reckon. Really? And that's why I don't resent any unpleasant stuff. I, I might yeah. feel, I might have feelings towards it of angst, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, but I don't resent it. I don't um, grumble about it too long. I just kind of grit, you know. Just yeah, do it, grit. You know. Well, it's, mm. yeah. Well, I think it's interesting to notice what those emotions are that are coming up, and just really feel into that because so many of us don't. We stuff those emotions down, yep. or we stuff food in our face. I'm a guilty of that. You know. It's yeah, about definitely. Looking too, at yeah. what. Um, What's that about, you know, taking mm-hmm. the time? And sometimes some of us are so busy that we don't have time to even think about those emotions, you know. Yeah. But thinking in your scenario about your shoulder, it's, okay, mm-hmm. well, what's, what's this teaching me? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. am I learning about this? What am I learning about myself? What do I have to learn? Yeah. You know? Is it stop? I think I learned it to a point, but I think where it comes in where, we learn more is when we mm. get together with people and we just start communicating, like whether it's with you and me, yes. which is great, thank you so much, or yeah. whether it's in a group and and mm-hmm. and and things start to unlock, like and become a bit yeah. more clear what the hell that was about. 
And that's why I love working with groups. Mm. That's why I love the retreats. That's why I love the workshops because you don't know what someone else is going to say that's going to help you move on. Exactly. So that's why I always encourage everyone to speak up, be vulnerable, do those things in in a safe space. So I allow that, I I bring that about to happen. And that's what I love. The magic for me is in the groups, not so much with one-on-one, although I do do that work. It's the groups Mm, that really. the magic. Yeah, so much magic. Yeah. And what we're doing here now uh, by what chatting here, we are allowing other people to hear our conversation. So that's going to help someone somewhere yeah definitely yeah I agree and um you just never know uh what is gonna um be triggered um Mm. like somebody might say something and then somebody might feel something in their body and they they don't know what that's about and I suppose you you probably at the beginning you're probably setting it up to say listen to if something comes up in your body Mm. you know um sometimes we don't even know what's underneath it right but you 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 know if you allow like what you were saying just before when you just allow the feeling and you're not analyzing it too much but sometimes if you're in a group situation you're feeling something in your body and you just know I don't even know what this is about but I have to say I'm feeling this and I don't know what it's about like say that so that Mm. you something might someone might say something who knows I I don't know what kind of crosstalk you do but there's there's always some magic in a group scenario where someone absolutely has, yeah trust their just creating that space for them to open up and I think you know when I was talking about well, what is it I do in these groups or, or you know I have have these conversations with my friends I guess and the people yeah. I trust and I've also got a spiritual development circle that I do on a Tuesday night every second Tuesday and mm. it's a very small circle and we talk about all these sorts of things but it was like what is it that I, I do, you know? And and I and I thought about that and it was like, well, I give people an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I give them an experience because we're all looking a connection as well, but I allow them to grow and learn through the experience of how I teach and facilitate things, I guess. I give them an experience rather than just oh come to a workshop, you know, I, I give yeah. them the full experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's less workshoppy and more experiential. Yes, and and learning. That's that's, it. Yeah, because I think workshops can be just, I I guess, a bit teachy. Whereas if you're you're letting, if you have that belief that, oh, you know, Mm. all the answers, what my card was when you you said that we were talking about soul medicine. Um, but like if 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 we know that and we can hold space for that. That's incredibly mm. powerful because people actually get to bring out their wisdom where mm-hmm. they're thinking they're going to something to to um to learn <laughs> yes. something. It's kind of yeah. the opposite, right? And yeah. then we're all doing that for each other, which is amazing. So there is learning, but it's more it's way more experiential rather than teachy. And they teach others like when they open up you just don't know what that's going to bring I love the magic of that and uh, you know there's so much magic in other people sharing and being vulnerable and yeah, yeah it really is there was something I yeah. was going to say but it just it just went from my head but I, I love that yeah um, you know I, I can read the room pretty well and mm-hmm. you know see their vulnerabilities and I encourage them and I I help them to shine really yeah yeah you know? And I love that. I love that I get to do that. 
You know what I'm getting? Seen. That's what I wanted to say. Oh, they yes, feel seen. seen. Mm-hmm. They feel seen, they feel heard, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. like, wow, what just happened? I didn't come here for that. <laughs> I came yeah. here to make a bracelet. What was yeah. that about? <laughs> yeah. That is cool. You know? I love that. Yep, yep. Mm. Now, I, I think one of the most important feelings in the world is being seen, like that yeah. people can see, like our genuine, authentic soul, like they can like yeah. it's there, they that they get it they're there with you um and the thing that was coming through when you were talking just then was it's like, it's like when you give people a space to just to be and not have to know just to be and be mm. feel and express and that kind of thing what can happen is other people's like hmm, even though all the answers like exist within that person but what i'm saying is like as a group that 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 person who's unlocking but not quite there yet, other people may see them like they're mm. getting their intuition like activated. It's kind of, yeah. it's hard to explain because you obviously want to promote people like, you know, getting in touch with their own soul medicine. Yeah. But what I'm also getting is other people's soul medicine is being activated because they can see their intuitive side hasn't got the barrier there that that person has. And so they're actually unlocking Mm. their soul medicine at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I don't tell them the workshops are about that. Mm. I give them other names like, Mm -hmm. you know, beaded crystal workshop, um, crystal, uh, um, or beaded chakra work, all those kind of workshops. There's very crafty workshops because I think. Playtime. Yeah. yeah, creativity is such a wonderful expression of yeah. uh, um, expressing your intuitive side, you know, yeah. and I, I love that. So I just sit in trust that I just go, oh, does that feel right? Yep, does that feel right? No, okay, don't do mm. that, you know, mm. because you've got to be discerning in what you do because for me, I'm only one person. Yeah. You know, and I, I love that you've got that sort of tangible, practical thing at the end because everybody's so unique and, yeah. gosh, the things I've you know, done mask making with people and they're like, oh, my, and you're like, oh, my God, you know, this is what. It's a memory is. too for them. It's, yeah, yeah. It's something for them to take away so they can remember the experience. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's expressing that part of their soul that needs to, yeah. needs to have that medicine at that time as well, which is amazing. That's right. You've just given me when you're there, a few aha moments because really what I do is soul medicine, mm-hmm. you know, like it. And when I was doing the, when I was working in the nursing space and doing those workshops, it was soul medicine for nurses. So it's not doing anything really different. I just have more permission to be more of my real authentic self mm-hmm. with my spirituality because in nursing, although they wanted that and I gave them a little bit of that, I just didn't feel because the workshops I was doing then was more around their professional development so they mm-hmm. could claim that. And yep. I just didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to be the most authentic version of me and bring all of the rest of this. I was kind of doing it, but I wasn't on point. Mm-hmm. So now I am and it feels Yay. so awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. Maybe maybe that's mm. why I kept getting that word soul medicine. So, I mean, I, you know. Yeah, because that is... I, yeah. I literally wrote about it on, it was, what's today, Tuesday? Yesterday. I literally wrote about mm. it yesterday. I had a creative writing day and I wrote posts on social media that I'm going to, that I've scheduled for next week. I'll have to send it to you. 
Yeah, I'd love to see it. You can you can have a look at it ahead of time. You can, yeah, you know, so that you can like after I get off here, and um, because it obviously it's it's definitely connected to you. Like, there's mm. no doubt about it. It came through yesterday, and it's on the full moon, and it's the full moon today for those listening. Not when they're That's listening, beautiful. but for us, it's the full moon today. Um, so obviously, it's it's cracking open that soul medicine wisdom for everybody who's listening to this, uh, who who feels potentially in the dark or disconnected from it, have, has no idea that there's absolute so many ways to there, so many pathways to there um, mm. and through totally. creativity, play, sometimes just letting yeah. your guard down. I always used to find that sand play was really powerful for people and, yes. yeah, and just the symbology of that and, and just playing with sand and playing with like making shapes and playing with, you know, putting crystals in the sand and what's that one doing over there and what's in relation to that and just not even talking and just letting somebody just do a whole sand tray and a whole thing Mm -hmm. and then you just look at it and go wow what is that and they're like oh well this is that and they start to tell you it's so beautiful isn't it Mm -hmm. children do that so well I've got a beautiful friend here named Kay Shelton and she does mandalas in the sand and does beautiful uh, readings mandala readings and sand she'd be a wonderful lady to have a chat to she's just beautiful following her heart and she beautiful. lives here in Bundy too but she goes out to the beach because we have the beach here and these beautiful yeah. mandalas I went out one day with my what's that thing called drone and took some oh, photos yeah. for her yeah oh beautiful yeah I, there's I, so many beautiful people around just living there mm. you know following their true north doing whatever they can to help humanity open up and follow their soul medicine (laughs) there is and i think too like if we find ourselves collapsing into um doom and gloom because i mean there's a Mm. lot on the there's a lot of um negativity around the you know certain aspects of of countries at the moment and people um and and i'm I'm not saying turn a blind eye because it's good for us to be informed and then i know for me to to feed good like energy out there for all that um but i also do believe that the more we look for amazing people um, and find a way to connect with them in whatever way we can, whether it's answering, whether it's commenting a nice thing on what they've done on, on yeah. social media or yeah. like I messaged you and said, hey, I'd love to have you on the show or, mm. you know, um, finding ways to connect with people. What happens is I think we start to turn around our view of the world um, oh, when, yeah. we're, when we're looking. Why oh, There's so many beautiful, wonderful Gorgeous, oh, yes. heart-centered, talented, incredible people um, doing yeah. incredible things. So um, it's just, you know, just just it's just where we're looking, isn't it? Where our where our absolutely. And you know, when I uh, wanted to get back into because I did cruises and I did all those things mm. pre-COVID and all of that. When I wanted to mm. do this for my now business, I mm. met a beautiful lady at BBWN. Her name's Trish Close. She's a personal travel manager, and she told her story, and I went. Oh my goodness, I'm so aligned to you. I need you to help me. And it, we need to collaborate. So that's what we've done. And I've collaborated with another beautiful lady who names Tina Dimes. And she has a beautiful shop here called Nature's Emporium. And she's a yoga teacher. And the three of us are, are do, putting this cruise together. I mean, this uh, retreat in Huey together. I just said yes and went, okay, let's just figure out how. And it's just happening. And I think that's, you know, you've got to take that step. But I wouldn't want to be doing this on my own. I'm doing Mm -hmm. it with others. Mm -hmm. And how much more beautiful is that going to be when we've we've done this together? 
Oh, like absolutely. It's just so powerful. It's beautiful. And so where can people find you? Just um, your well, whatever whatever the easiest place is, name one. I'll well, put I guess mariemackinany.com.au really. Mm-hmm. And I'm. you'll find me on LinkedIn under that. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, just under yep. my name. And it's so M-A-R- easy. Better than cleansed and energized. <laughs> yeah. And it's M A R I E for Marie. And then McEnany yep. is M C A N E N E Y.com. Very good. Yes. yes. I did com. commit that to my memory. au. Very important mm. to have the AU at the end. Well, it's been absolute joy getting to know you, all the beautiful work you're doing. And I'm pretty sure you're calling it play because I can feel it in your energy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's filling your cup and I'm I'm just excited for you. I'm excited for the soul offerings, for that medicine for people to unlock in in what you're doing. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all goes for you and hearing about it and, and seeing the pickies and maybe connecting with you and finding out where, where's good spot in Vietnam. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I've, heard, and- I've never been to Huey, but they say mm. it's beautiful there, so I think we picked a good mm. place. Thank you so much, Yes, and I'm really looking forward to having you on my uh, Flip the Script Body, Mind awesome. and Soul podcast. I, I just can't wait to mm. offer that opportunity for you so my well, listeners can you. hear your story. Mm. Thank you. Thank oh, you. more than happy to. Um, thank you so much for the invitation. And everybody, mm. thank you for joining us today on Enlightened Conversations. We look forward to seeing you next time, hearing you from you. If you have any questions and want to bring them to the table, we can certainly um, address them. And um, thanks for being part of the energy of this soul medicine unlocking. That's what it feels like today. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now.